Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. talking to the dog in the dog voice little baby girl does everybody have a dog voice you have to if do you don't have a dog voice do you even have a dog I don't understand. Do, do people have cat voices i feel like a cat voice is different than a dog voice you don't yeah. talk like hi baby you're like all right mr cat <laughs> is that it i don't know <laughs> well it's like the voice you talk to it in but then like if it had a voice what would the voice be oh yeah i think she's a valley girl pip is i think would be valley girl She's just too sassy. She's very sassy. Mm-hmm. She's like a teenage toddler. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Yeah. <laughs> no. So we're going to do another Q&A today. <laughs> we had so many questions and we took an hour. So we figured we'd split this into another episode. I love the feedback we're getting, by the way. We haven't talked about Rennell's episode yet. Or have we? But like, I mean, honestly, you guys are loving the noir sex therapist, Rennell. She's so amazing. And you guys want more sex and dating. Yeah. Lots That's of sex feedback that we're getting. We're so, going to have to get Rennell on again. We t- uh, we mentioned that to her. And I think if she comes out to LA, we'll do it. Or we'll have to just fly out again just, just for her. I know. She was so good. She was so, so good. So do you want to start with your questions from uh, the... Yeah. So we had a, a couple of questions come in from... And by the way, you guys, like, we're going to start doing more of these. So every time we ask for questions, if you truly have them, like, please go ahead and um, respond to our story on the Best Life Podcast story because the, the questions, you guys, are, like, super juicy. And we won't mention your name unless you want us to. So the first is, should we be concerned about DannyJ.com's yoke porn obsession? I mean, I don't know if you should be concerned. I think you should join along with me on this I get so many now like every single day I get tagged on stuff it's kind of weird and I'm like oh I don't know if I should be known for this but I do like it yeah I mean they're definitely like fun to look at for (laughs) sure they're definitely pornographic but also how does it feel to be known for like egg yolks it's it's bizarre. It's bizarre. <laughs> and I don't know when it started. I, First of all, you don't even like eggs that much. No, I just like I just like the boomeranging of the yolks because it's like so sexy. When you nail it, it just feels so good. You know how it feels. It's like, and this is the funny thing. People will do it and they, they get it. Just everyone try it. Let, let me just say, try it and then come back and let me know if you're worried. I think you will agree with me that it's a good obsession to have the best one was last summer when you were in austin and you got the like og never gonna get it oh, best yeah. yoke porn ever i know you like secretly like lay in bed and won't look at it at night but <laughs> and you remember like the follow-up where you were so mad that you were getting enough affirmation for it yeah. i kept like, checking oh my, my God, stories i'm like not what? appreciate how good this is you were like legitimately upset <laughs> so mad i was expecting to have so many people respond to my story there should have been tears and like celebration like the 
cork popping emojis. No. And then, I was we, so and mad. then we documented you being upset. And then someone responded to that and was like, oh, I feel so bad. I didn't respond. I really did like yeah, it. Some people apologized. <laughs> they were like, I, it was great. I meant to. And I did it. I'm oh like, my okay. God. I love Instagram stories and I love the DMs because it is just like psychology to the max of like odd human psychology, including us, most of all us. People, yeah. Definitely. So I, I actually personally am a little bit concerned about it, but I also enjoy it. Well, good. I'm glad you enjoy it. When it's I, better than being known for what? Who knows? Smoking cigarettes, I guess. How about popping pimples? That's a weird thing lately. I'm not popping zits. That's gross. What about throwing cheese on dogs' faces? Oh, my God. I am all about the cheese thing. I want to... Actually, last night we went shopping and I was like, why didn't we buy slices of cheese? If you guys haven't seen this thing, there's like this weird phenomenon. Go to YouTube and just type in cheese throwing babies or cheese throwing pets and people are just throwing like slices of craft singles at babies faces <laughs> and it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life and then people started doing their dogs and cats and it's just ridiculous and I think it's the best thing ever in fact that might be my new thing if I if you get too concerned about the eggs I might retire the eggs and just start throwing cheese at people it's really not hard to go viral on the internet just oh something gosh. as stupid as throwing cheese at a baby's face oh my what god what can we do to get famous on the internet i don't know i'm gonna think of something maybe i'll start throwing eggs in people's faces <laughs> but I like a cooked like a crime no but like a cooked egg so like a, just like like a off. sunny side e- up egg <laughs> what if you throw a hard-boiled egg in someone's face oh my gosh that would just like that could hurt off. that would just be weird it would just like bounce off and then like the yolk would fall like, out on I the ground. I believe that egging houses is actually illegal. Oh. I think See, is. this is the thing. Throwing a raw egg, that feels a little destructive and gross. But a sunny side up egg, you, I don't know if you can get mad. I'd try to my mouth. I'd be like. kind of like I, cheese. It's kind of like <laughs> cheese. I'm going to start just walking around with sunny side up eggs and just tossing them. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Well, here's another question off of the weirdness of that. On dating, when you know, you know, right? So what if you know in the first week you're not into him? This like just this seems is... like a silly, to me, I mean, I don't mean to say it's a silly question, but. The answer seems. You know what? This is. Uh, there's no obligation. I, right. For me, I've hardly gone on more than two dates for a lot of people. I think maybe she's asking, like, does it take longer? Do you know when you know? Like, what if you realize you're like not really into them? Should you continue to give them a chance? Like, can people warm? Can you warm up to people? Can people grow on you? Well. And do you want to be a martyr for that process? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if you know in the first and you're just like, definitely, this is a no. You have zero obligation to continue. Like that is just not. I agree. You do not have to. But. To Jill's point, I think both of us in like what we're doing now, kind of at the beginning, we're like, I don't know what's going on with this. Let's but it just... wasn't a no. It That's wasn't a no. Thing. It wasn't a no. It yeah. just wasn't like, uh, this is the future. This is like the father of my babies. Like this yeah. is, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think people can grow on you for sure. For sure. I think sometimes I've had people where I've had really great chemistry at the beginning and then it just fizzled out like it was an sure. explosion and then a fast fizzle. So I don't think necessarily if you know, you know, but yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how your relationship started. You didn't, you weren't right off the bat. First off, you weren't even sure if you were dating. You weren't really dating. We weren't dating. <laughs> no, it was just like, what are we doing here? Yeah. So actually, um, I'm sure we'll tell the story. So uh, Keith and I almost podcasted last night, but it was just too late and I was too tired. But uh, I do want to get from his perspective, like ask him, you know, but 
we just started off as friends and we started doing things like he would invite me to go work out or something and we'd go and like go to the track at like 9am and then we'd go and grab breakfast after and I didn't really feel like they were dates. Yeah. Like, I remember even, like, not really feeling like I was interested in him. Like, I kind of was like, oh, this person doesn't really... I just didn't see myself with someone like yeah, that. Yeah. Not that. I mean, obviously, I love him. But it's like... Um, so, I actually remember, like, not, like, doing my hair or makeup or anything. I would just wear, like, my workout clothes, wore a baseball cap, like, the first time we hung out. Like, just not... Yeah. Just thinking, like, oh, this might be a friend of mine. He's, like, a chill dude. Yeah, let's go, like, work out. Sounds good. And he has a flexible schedule. So... We did that for like three or four months even. Mm-hmm. And it was getting to the point where I was a little bit and we'd maybe hang out like once every two weeks. Mm-hmm. So and I and it was honestly like I never thought about him until he texted me. Yeah. And we texted on and off, but it was always very surface level, super casual, never at all anything romantic, not even like a little flirting. It was just very much like, oh, like we're maybe friends and yep. he's cool. And I remember just like continuing. I remember saying to you, I remember just saying yes to continuing to go on these like breakfast dates and like Mm -hmm. these very like low-key casual dates yep whatever and I remember saying to you like why am I going on why am I saying yes why do we keep saying yes to this and it keeps not being like a hell yes but I started getting to the point where I was kind of confused on things and he had some stuff going on so it took us like about four months to start like even just being at all like sharing at all that we kind of were into each other and then yeah things kind of regressed from there and even then, I wasn't, like, super sure. I was like, oh, like, you know, we uh-huh. had good chemistry, and uh, we enjoyed hanging out, have a lot in common. And then it just, yeah, it took me from the time we kind of, like, decided we were, like, official and exclusive. It took me just, like, three or four months to say I love you. Yeah, yeah. The, well, I'm seeing somebody now exclusively, and when I met him... The first time I was actually going to be leaving town the next day. So I almost canceled the date because I was like, what's the point of this? Um, That's been an issue for me in dating in general the last year is I'm gone and I may or may not come back. Like I met some guys in Nashville last year and I thought I would be back in a couple of months and I was supposed to and I canceled it and then I never went back. So it's kind of hard to maintain a relationship when you're not in physical proximity and so I was leaving town the next day and I was like, this is dumb. I shouldn't even do it. It was kind of just like trying to kill time. And I think we just got back from Rhythmia. Yeah. So um, I wanted to leave Jill alone with with her guy. And, uh, you know, I wanted to get out of the house. So I went and I was like, yeah, I like him. But, you know, he just got out of a divorce. Like I kind of created reasons why it wouldn't work. And then uh, I went out on another date and same thing. I was just like, eh. Like he's, I, I like him and I think Jill kind of encouraged me to like go out a couple more times. I was like, uh, I kind of started making up stories of why it wasn't going to work or projecting his own, my stuff from my divorce on him. Um, and so it did take a while actually. I wasn't really, but it also, like you said, it wasn't a no, it wasn't a no. but it was just like, uh, I don't know about this. Like I'll try again. It's like, we have fun, but it's not, you like, I don't know what this is. So I think that I Sometimes. think it's a misconception that it needs to be like fireworks from the start. Yeah, yeah. You know, and actually I had never, and you, you and I talked about this, like both of us have had, were mostly fireworks from the start mm-hmm. in all of our long-term relationships. So I remember not having that feeling and thinking like, oh, this is wrong. Yeah. And you were the one who was like, well, just like, I think you can, that's the definition of like an adult relationship. You're not in this like early twenties and fe- no, like offense, but like, that's where I was in my last relationship, like this early twenties infatuation stage, like where it's fireworks from the get go. It's like an adult, real adult relationship, like loving relationship where you're doing your own thing. You have your own stuff. You're yep. a fully formed individual. 
you don't need someone. You don't want codependency like you're in this like place where you're good and a, a relationship could add to your current state of feeling full on your own. I think that it's okay to like, so if you know it's a no, like, and you and I have both gone out with plenty of people that within five minutes of the first date, we're like, it's a no. I'll never go with this person again. It's fine. But I think if it is a, I enjoyed myself, it's not a no, I think it maybe deserves another shot. Yeah, I think so too. And definitely, sometimes you just know right off. You're like, this is not, there's just definite things that maybe just don't fit with you or personality wise or even job wise. They're just like, nope, that's not going to work for me. And that's fine. I don't think you are obligated at all to have to continue seeing anybody. Yeah. It's your time. Your most valuable thing is your time. And so why would you waste it trying to force a square peg into a round hole? Right. But like to your point and to how are both the relationships were kind I still feel weird even calling it a relationship right now. But the, for you, your relationship now and the person <laughs> I'm seeing now. Danny's face is bright right now. <laughs> Is that it could go slow and it maybe doesn't feel like it is what you think it's supposed to feel like. I don't know. As a side note, I want to talk about, well, I, I don't know how much you want to talk about. And we don't have to get into specifics, but I love, can I at least disclose what your, your current titles are? Yeah. Okay. What so, are our current titles? Yeah. You. Yeah. And the guy you're seeing. Yeah. Have just decided that your boyfriend and girlfriend which is the cutest thing ever. Your face is so bright red right now. Oh, my God. She can't even look me in the I face. can't even say that we are, but other people can say it. But you are. Like, you know you are. Like, you might not feel comfortable being like, oh, my boyfriend, this and that. But they have officially decided, like, in a very really cute and awkward way that they are boyfriend and girlfriend, which I love. And I want to tell the story about how Keith and I decided to. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, do share this. So we had been, uh, we had been like hooking up, I guess, for about a month, and we were going to Las Vegas together. We were just going to go on a long weekend, and I got um, the tickets to like the f- to flight tickets, and I thought we were sitting next to each other, but we actually weren't. Yep. So he was up front and I was in the back and I was like, and he was like kind of bummed. And I'm like, you know, let me just see if the guy sitting next to me will switch. And maybe he wants to be up front. Maybe he wants to be closer and you can come back and sit next to me. And so he's like, okay, sounds good. So then he sits in the front, I sit in the back and in the back is like a bachelor party. It's like me and the guy sitting next to me and like all of his buddies are in there and I'm like, this guy's not going to want to move, right? He's out here with all his friends. They're going to Vegas to have a bachelor party. So I kind of said to the guy, hey, I don't know like what your deal is, but do you, I said, my boyfriend is sitting up front. Meanwhile, that's the first time I ever said it, but like I didn't want to be like the guy I'm sleeping with. Like it was just weird. So I just kind of like was like for ease was like, my boyfriend is sitting up front. Would you be interested in like moving up closer and he can maybe come back here? You know, you do. Uh, uh-huh. And he was like, um, he's like, oh, let me check with my friends or whatever. So then he is literally yelling <laughs> all the way down the plane to his boys who are in the front like, hey, uh, no, her boyfriend, she want her boyfriend to come and sit back here, like yelling it down. And I'm, I'm fucking, my head is down and I don't know if Keith can hear it or not, but her boy, uh, no, no, her boy, he says it like five times, oh like god. he's talking to friends that are like rows ahead. And yeah. I was just like, oh my God. And I was finally, I was like, it's actually not a big deal. Yeah. It's actually fine. Like, just you're don't like, worry about like, it. And so then I Shut texted um, Keith to be like, oh, you know, he's back here with his friends. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make him move. And then I was like, LOL, LOL, he, I, you know, he, I told me your boyfriend for like ease, but LOL, yeah. ha ha ha, LOL. <laughs> 
just like cover my tracks just in case yeah just in case and then like later in the weekend like we were meeting some of his friends and i was like so what did you tell them i am like yeah. what should i expect and yeah. he was like well both of us were like Ugh. and then like we just were like okay i guess we're boyfriend girlfriend it's so yes. awkward i'm like why am i I'm like a 37 year old woman like why is this so hard it is awkward like so that's how it kind of happened this weekend i was i had him around some friends and they're just like here's danny oh and this is her boyfriend and i was like oh okay <laughs> so later that night i was like what did you think about them calling you my boyfriend he's like i liked it and he goes what did you think and i was just like uh <laughs> just pulled the blanket up over your head like, yeah <laughs> like uh, we can't uh, talk no about comment but, but you secretly like it i do yeah you do it's just harder for me for ha- to have that come I out of my mouth so i mean i think in summary Yes, if it's a definite no, then I think cut it off. And like you said, like even from a time perspective, yes, but an energetic perspective mm-hmm. too. Um, it was interesting. I was listening to this podcast last week with, and we're kind of going on a tangent, but I think this is fine. I was listening to Girls Gotta Eat, which we love that podcast. Those girls are so great. They do a lot of dating stuff. And they had on Mark Manson, who wrote the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And he's amazing. I've been reading his blog since like 2010. He had, And he's like kind of a dating guru, relationship type guy, personal development guy. And basically, they were asking him, like, what if you have you know, like three or four dudes who you're talking to, right? Like we've all kind of been there, like where you're kind of, especially if you're doing dating apps, like you kind of have some yep. people on rotation, like you're a little bit, but you're not like a hell yes about any of them, yep. but all of them could have potential. You're like, oh, well, this one has a great job and he's a good dude and this one's super nice and this one's funny and he's super hot and like, you know, whatever. So you have these guys, none of them are really like a fuck yes yet. And they were like asking Mark, you know, what do you do in a situation like that? Because you could obviously stay in this like limbo forever and then you could just swipe more and get more dudes in the queue. And Mark was like, pick two of the four that you can never speak to again. Mm-hmm. And like that feels a little risky because you're like, but there's potential. He's like, it doesn't matter if like your goal is to have a relationship, then like pick two you can never talk to again. Yep. And so I think sometimes it does come down to having to be decisive because even on an energetic level, when your energy is in multiple different places and you're kind of unsure about what exactly you want, you're not going to, nothing's going to be a hell yes because you're so all over the place. So I think you might have to be a little bit more strategic. So if you're even getting the hint of like, you know, this is a no for me, I think you can, I think the faster you cut it off, the better. So we kind of did this in 2016. Danny Coleman, Jill's brother was like, he goes, you need to have a, what did he call it? Starting five. Starting five. He's in basketball. He said, you need starting five. And if we were talking to like seven, eight, nine, he's like, you need to cut it down. So he's like, you got to do live cuts. We called it hashtag live cuts. Yeah. We're like, okay, got to go. Live cut. They're cut from the block. You only get five. I mean, even five is a lot. Five is a lot. You know, it's a kind of like a lot to manage, but I do think it's, and also one and other thing that Mark said on that interview was what's your non-negotiable? Like if you, mm-hmm. he's like, you can't have everything. Yep. And that's kind of like the law of trade-offs. Like you can't have everything, but what's one thing that if you had to decide what that was, and I'd be interested to know yours too. And said he said he was talking to a girlfriend of his and she was really like kind of struggling with this and feeling like, you know, um, having juggling some guys and not really feeling like having trouble maybe meeting people. And he said, what's your non-negotiable? And she said, I need the person I'm with to love Jesus and Mm -hmm. have faith. And like, that's really important to me. And he goes, well, why are you even going out with dudes that aren't? That aren't, yeah. And she's like, well, you know, this and that, like, because you want to justify it. And he's like, no, you said that's your non-negotiable. So why would you go out with anyone mm-hmm. who didn't have that? And that's hard because, again, that's like that loss of options or you maybe fall in love with the potential of somebody. Yep. Well, maybe they could 
eventually be there. But that was one thing I had to change was to not fall in love with somebody's potential and to see who they are now. And that's tough because I really get excited about people and their potential. And like just as a coach and for what I do, I can just see what people have inside them. But that was something as I started to really look at who I was dating and a lot, a couple guys that I have had in my life for, you know, on and off for the last little bit of time. I'm like, am I with them because of their potential or who they are now? And I realized I really have to make sure that wherever they're at now, I'm okay with. And if they And also, if they never changed, how would I Mm. feel about that? And of course, I want someone to grow, but growth mindset is really important. So I could be with somebody who I don't think they would never change. Like, I'm going to expect that they're going to be trying to grow. Yeah. But What um, is your non-negotiable? If you had to pick one, I kind of have two, and I I don't know which one I want to go with, but which uh, is yours? On the spot, I might have to think about it a minute, but on the spot, I want to say something that's really important to me is somebody who, like, loves people um they I think maybe this just started from my very first boyfriend where it was weird when I was in public and I felt like I had to babysit him Mm. and I think somebody who can like really just be with people get them be empathetic I don't want to say they have to be a people person but just a kind like hold their own social yeah kind of that does matter to me Cause I am, cause I'm social and I have a lot of friends and I don't want somebody to be like, I don't know, anti. Yeah. I might have to think about that a little more though. I don't know if that would be the answer. Yeah. But it's important. What's yours? That would be certain. You know, my like, I don't want to say it's superficial, but, and it's not superficial, I guess, but they need to be into health and fitness. Mm-hmm. Like, and I hate kind of saying that cause it sounds so, it, it can come off superficial. It's not that I wouldn't be interested in someone who wasn't. It's yeah. just that's such a big part of my life Mm -hmm. that, you know, like I like working out with my boyfriend. Like I like going to the gym with him. I like talking about that kind of stuff. I love like, you know, having those conversations that is important to me. The second thing is ambitious. And I think ambition can take a lot of different forms. Like I don't know that you have to be an entrepreneur. Keith is, um, has a job, but he's always constantly trying to take additional classes and trying to, you know, better himself and get additional certifications. And like, he's always looking for ways to, increases potential within his career and so I think ambition is important to me and then health and fitness those are kind of my two non-negotiables yep. everything else I can kind of deal with I would say my second one sort of along the lines of ambition would be like driven or just growth mindset where they want to be better and constantly working on themselves whether whether it's you know reading or their career or body but yeah just not being a not just staying the same I think that would be really tough because I'm constantly changing and growing. And if somebody's just like, cool, I, you know, I think a lot of people do that. They go to college, get their degree, and then they're like, cool, I got it and I'm done. I'm good. Like that, I, that would not. Remember what you, how you used to incentivize Nate to read books? (laughs) (laughs) So when I was trying to get my ex-husband to read a book, I promised him I would give him a blowjob every time he finished a book. (laughs) for a little bit but he was reading like five a day right <laughs> <laughs> i've never seen that guy read he's so many books notes. in his life oh my god he's like i haven't read so many books since middle oh my school god, that's the best you read 37 yeah. books in a year yeah but. so i think that some of those i loved that mark said that those takeaways is like cool i think it's okay to have some lines in the sand and i think it's okay to cut people off from an energetic perspective so you can open up the energy for someone who really does feel like a match and does feel like a hell yes kind of going on that same 
in the same vein. Another one is around dating. This question is, how and when do you tell people about your past? For example, your last breakup that might have involved betrayal. So this is an interesting thing because we've dated so much. There's been times that I haven't at all because it's never it's gets to the up. conversation and I'm it's never going to go from there. I think when you tell is when they ask or when you think that you are going to maybe see them again. There's no point in your very first date to dump it all on the table if it never comes up. But there could be. Like my first date with this last guy, we did talk about it right away. Um, actually, it kind of got mentioned prior, like in a text. He, he said, oh, by the way, um, I just was recently divorced. And it, it had uh, to do with uh, cheating or something. And I was like, oh, me too. Cool. So I knew we already had that in common to talk about on the first date. But I've gone out with guys where it just wasn't even brought up. And there was no reason for me to just like unload my dump truck of baggage uh, I think you, it just really depends. There's no time. I don't think you should wait nine, 10 months into a relationship and then say it. I think you, I think the earlier, the better when you feel like there's any kind of secrets, if you think that they're secrets. You know, I think I'll, I agree with that. And I think you have to kind of wait and see based on the scenarios if it comes up. And so people will ask you. So like, for example, I'm sure you get this too. If people would say, like, it would just be a natural progression. Someone would say, well, how long have you lived in L.A.? Are you originally from L.A.? Yeah. No. Oh, when did you move here? 2015. Oh, where did you live before? Mm -hmm. North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Great. Why did you move out here? For work? Yep. And that's an opportunity. And I don't know that. And I've done two things. I've I've shared, oh, I left my marriage, mm -hmm. which is true. And I've also said, oh, life changes brought me out here, yep. which is also true. Yeah. So it's not a lie. It's just like where do you feel like this person can really like hold that space for you at that mm -hmm. point? Cause as soon as you're like, Oh, I left my marriage. Then it's like, it can either be like a record scratch moment yep. or it can be like, Oh, interesting. Like what happened, mm -hmm. you know? And, and you can have that conversation. And then usually I talk about the affair at that point, but I do think if it comes up, you know, I remember Keith kind of saying something to me and kind of dropping it casually that he hadn't been in a relationship for like six years. Mm -hmm. And so like later on, I was kind of like, hey, do you mind if I ask you something kind of personal? And yeah. he was like, yeah. And I was like, how come you haven't been in a relationship in six years? Yeah. You know, like you're attractive, you're driven, whatever. And that was like kind of a good like lead into, I think those kind of questions are fair. Yeah. I, I ask, I personally ask a ton of questions of other people. Yeah. So I'm really curious about their last relationship. For me, your last relationship does say a lot about what you have gone through, what you know, yeah. and maybe what you're looking for going forward. Yeah. So if somebody was divorced, I'm like, hey, what happened? Can I ask what? You I know? think asking permission is cool too. Yeah. yeah. To say like, do you mind if I ask you why? Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I don't think there's a specific time. I do think that kind of stuff, if you're in a, I think the sooner the better on that sort of thing, if it, it was involving betrayal or addiction or mm -hmm. gambling or mm -hmm. something, because mm -hmm. then the longer you go, it can feel like Way it's bigger. bigger and bigger and bigger. And yeah. then, so even for example, when I, one of my best friends, uh, I met her about a year and a half after I had Courtney and we were friends for so long. And there were times I wanted to tell her that I had a, a baby and I didn't. And then she was pregnant. And then she kept saying stuff like, oh, you don't know what this is like. Or she would say things. And I'm like, I wanted to relate to her because I'm like, yes, I've been pregnant just a few years ago, but I never told her. And then it got so far in that I was ashamed and embarrassed. Yeah. So then I just never told her. Yeah. And then she found out 
maybe 15 years later. And she was like, why didn't you ever tell? Then she felt bad that I, she's like, why didn't you ever right. tell me? So I made it into this big, big deal that I went so long. So I think if you feel heavy about something or you feel like it's kind of weighing on you, that the sooner the better. I think when it comes to betrayal, especially if, you know, you're in a situation like Danny and I, I think sometimes there's an assumption that if you have been cheated on, that you're like a man hater or that you are bitter. And so sometimes I don't bring it up because I don't want that automatic assumption. Mm -hmm. But if I do bring it up, usually in the same breath, I'll say something like, you know, um, yeah, it was pretty rough for a while, but I've actually worked through pretty much everything. And my, and my ex and I are actually good friends right now. Yeah. So I try to like, because I don't, especially if I'm meeting someone the first time, I think the initial reaction is like, oh shit, like I actually went on a date and a dude was like, so you don't have any trust issues. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> not yeah. wrong, but also yeah. I'm not, you know, I, I don't really feel like I'm that stereotypical kind of like bitter, you know victim of that situation yeah every situation is so different there's just not a script for dating I I there isn't but I also would like agree I don't think you dump it like the second you sit down with someone for the first time yeah like okay here's my stuff What's give me your stuff here's my stuff <laughs> yeah there's just a getting to know you phase and all of that and some it, like I've been on dates where it, ne it was never brought up and I knew I was never going to have another date again. So what's the point of bringing it up? Right. Like I'm never going to see this person again. Yes. It wasn't a good fit and no biggie. So, okay. Let's see. What else do we have in this? Somebody wrote, are you both crazy or just one of you? I think they're talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, you know, define crazy. Well, also, I mean, I think that crazy is definitely one of those words that we have to we should kind of steer clear of a little bit. I agree. I have this massive fear of being crazy because my, I always felt like my aunt growing up was crazy and people said I was like her. And I was like, I am not going to be crazy. Anyway, we are both crazy and we're both not. So that's it. That's all the questions for today. Oh, I thought you had another one. No, nope. That was okay. it. Yeah. Good. So the Q and A, that, the last Q and A was kind of more friendship based and this was a little more dating based. So that was interesting. Yeah. And we are going to do, um, a whole episode on sex, which we have not done yet. We've, we've kind of sprinkled it in here and there, but we are going to do a relationship on just all the things, sex, whether you are single, whether you are in a relationship, whether you are married. Yeah. Or you just want to have some fun. <laughs> yep. All right, guys, we'll catch you on the next Talk episode. Bye.